Good evening, my friends. Let's start with some good news tonight, my friends. In less than five short months, the Bush administration will be gone, finished, out of here forever. Unless, of course, John McCain is elected, in which case we'll have to endure four more years of the same old thing, and that is not the change we need. Under George Bush, we've, uh, we've become more dependent on imported oil today than we were on 9-11. And with John McCain, we'll pay another $2.5 trillion over the next 10 years to hostile nations for foreign oil, and that is not the change we need. George Bush took the largest surplus in our nation's history and turned it into the largest deficit, borrowing billions from China, Japan, even Mexico. John McCain would continue this dangerous fiscal irresponsibility, and that is not the change we need. Under George Bush, hundreds of thousands of good jobs have gone overseas. Pensions have disappeared. Health care costs have skyrocketed. Middle-class families are struggling. And John McCain? He says that the fundamentals of our economy are strong, and that is not the change we need. Under George Bush, America has become bogged down in an endless war in Iraq, spending more than $648 billion there, $10 billion a month that could have gone to strengthening America's schools, providing health care for America's seniors, or creating American jobs by repairing our roads, ports, and bridges. John McCain? He wants to continue the blank check in Iraq, and that is not the change we need. Under George Bush, the Middle East has become more troubled. That hurts America and endangers our ally Israel, which has been forced to confront a resurgent Hamas, an emboldened Hezbollah, and an Iran determined to get weapons of mass destruction. And that is not the change we need. Ladies and gentlemen, do you remember when the President said, mission accomplished? Do you remember when he said about the terrorists, bring them on? Do you remember when our brave soldiers were forced to search through garbage dumps for pieces of metal to weld under their Humvees? Well, the mission was far from over. The terrorists did come on, and our brave soldiers were killed because of their reckless incompetence, and we cannot afford four more years of that. George Bush and John McCain, we're wrong about going to war in Iraq, are wrong about how to get us out of Iraq, and we're wrong to ignore the dangers in Afghanistan. The time for change has come, and Barack Obama is the change we need. Now, John McCain, he's not a bad man, but he's badly mistaken to embrace the Bush agenda for America. He says he agrees with George Bush on virtually every major issue. He's got to be the only person in America. He votes with Bush about 90% of the time. And what's really incredible is that he says our economy has made great progress over these past few years. Try telling that to middle-class families across the state of Indiana struggling to make ends meet. We can't afford, we can't afford another four years of Washington as usual. And Barack Obama offers specific ideas to help our struggling middle-class families meet the challenges they face each and every day. He'll create more than five million new green-collar jobs, including having American auto workers build the next generation of high-mileage American vehicles. 
and having Middle West farmers produce America's fuel. He'll invest in hybrid technology and alternative energy. He'll lower health care premiums for middle-class families by $2,500 a year, offer a $1,000 tax cut for middle-class families to offset the high price of gasoline, and he'll give students a $4,000 tax credit for college in exchange for community service. He'll reduce our record deficit by bringing fiscal responsibility back to Washington. And finally, after too much treasure and too many lives lost, he'll end the war in Iraq and bring our sons and daughters home. Now, George Bush, when he sought our nation's highest office, promised to be a uniter and not a divider. Well, it didn't quite work out that way. Instead, he divided our nation more profoundly than any time since the Vietnam War, pitting one American against...